the adult beverages are poured. The kids are asleep. Welcome to New Dad Gaming, a show about fatherhood, gaming, and new fathers figuring out their gaming lives. My name is Trevor, and I have a four-year-old and a seven-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old and a nine-year-old. So if you take a quick sniff of the air, a quick catch of the breeze, you might notice pumpkin. Just... <laughs> floating in the distance like, scent a scent of pumpkin <laughs> a whiffs of pumpkin in the distance which can only mean that the summer of beers is very slowly coming to a close which we always like to do by subjecting ourselves to pumpkin spice beer <laughs> towards the end of the season that's right uh, we'll, we'll have to see we're entering into september i'll have to see how many pull the trigger too early as opposed to august or october yeah but well so we'll, we'll keep running up until we're just there's an avalanche of pumpkin beers, and we'll get into it. So summer beers closing up. Do get in the recommendations at our Twitter or our website at New Dad Gaming or NewDadGaming.com. Meanwhile, though, uh, this week, it was just beer. Yeah. We, we drank. It That's was it. wonderful. But there, <laughs> <laughs> there was no, nothing in big particular. Couldn't find any recommendations from the listeners. Keep sending those in, though, please. I mean, I had some from... Uh, Waterloo Brewing, one of my favorites. Um, Wellington, okay. which is based in, yep. I think, like kind of Guelph, which is delicious if you can ever find it. Like anything kind of come top of your head, or was it just clean, easy drinking? Um, I, I had a couple down from breweries downtown Toronto that were um, pretty good. I've never heard of them before, so they might be new to mm. the field, and they pop out good stuff. So I'll awesome. see if I can grab another one for next week. Very good. Okay, so new dads, send it in as we wrap up the summer of beers it's been another wonderful one really excited about it now a great place for drinking is the child entertainment place of dave yeah. busters that's right <laughs> and that's where jeff had gone and i was i fell out of my chair practically when you're explaining the tomfoolery yeah that the kids there were <laughs> participating in like what what why do you lay down what happened in, in this shameful display yeah, this was a uh, another birthday party. It's like the summer of birthday parties everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, not my own, but my 12-year-old was invited and to Dave and Buster's for um, one of their friends that they've kept in touch with all summer. Like, they play online games all the time. So dropped them off, said goodbye, have fun. That's great. And then uh, a couple hours roll by. I have to go pick them up again, and I, <laughs> I have to go in and find them. You know, And these are one of those places where they don't stick to a table. Like you have, it's like a maze, like a labyrinth. Like you have to go find your kid because the parents lights. that are, are are doing the birthday, they're like, I don't know where he is. <laughs> like, I don't know. I've just, just been sitting at this table. Yeah, I'm out there trying to survive, right? Like, so they're like, yeah, yeah, he's out there somewhere. So I go searching and I I check like the Minecraft arcade. I check the Mario Kart arcade. The, there's like a Halo game that they were playing last time. No, nowhere to be found. Where do I find them, Trevor? They're in the corner. <laughs> All the friends together on their phones playing mobile games on their phones. <laughs> they were at like, like I don't know if you've if you've ever seen Dave and Buster's. Like it's it looks amazing. Like these games are so much fun. You're getting tickets. You're running to the front. You're getting toys. Yeah, shooters, sports games, whack a mole, like any anything you want to get into. <laughs> playing yeah. a damn mobile. You are gonna play that tonight. <laughs> later. Oh, like immediately after the birthday, when we got home, they all jumped online. So it was immediately after that they played this game again. But yeah, you're right. Like Dave and Buster's, like they kept up with the modern gaming, and it's not like, did you ever go to Chuck E. Cheese? Is that a thing with our yeah. listeners? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, was, it was not really like 
current times when you were there and like things just started to kind of break down <laughs> and like you know they probably had pac-man and that was it these like are you know state-of-the-art games and they've kept up with it and they're on their phones playing this other game so i don't know what to do trevor i don't like, know it's a, it's a, it's upsetting and it's like i'm not sure where what the angle would be it's like okay i'm i the father will remove the phone from my son before he gets into it like the parents who are running the event should they have been trying to egg them on a little bit to play but it's kind of tough too because it's like look if this is what you kids want to do yeah I, i'll tell you this okay here's the detail if the son who wanted to have this or the kid who wanted to have the party at this place right didn't really want to go to this place like, that would or, be different yeah yeah so but if he said mom please just bring me to dave and buster's then this happened <laughs> that's a problem <laughs> if it was more like i don't know i don't want these kids in my house let's go to dave and buster's and then yeah and that's just where they ended up and oh, it's i mean and it's so upset i can remember there was uh and you might remember because it's somewhat in your area there was a unbelievable arcade called i think it's palladium oh yeah yep and it's like dave and buster's but a thousand times and super hyper focused on gaming yeah. so like the gaming rigs like it was just the, the wildest time and just flashing lights neons all the great things and i could just recall my un believable excitement to be there and i'm just trying to imagine going to that place my parents shelling out the cash to get me in the door yeah and get me the tickets and then i'm just sitting on the phone with like roblox <laughs> like, so what do you want to do tonight son more roblox yeah. come on <laughs> yeah i just hope that they were on wi-fi and not using their parents cell phone data because then it's like even more price per person to get this birthday going so, so yeah i don't know it's let's extend that thought experiment so you your son wants to go to Dave and Buster's. We're like, yeah, why don't we do it there? And then you bring them and you you see them all, the group of friends doing it. Like, how would you act as a dad? That's actually fairly difficult, it feels like. Yeah, I think <laughs> if, if my 12-year-old wanted the birthday there, and knowing just how much it does cost to, to get a birthday at one of these places, I think I would just, uh, like, maybe kind of, coerce them to go like hey look what is this game all about and hey mm -hmm. look i you know mario kart's opened up everyone can play four player or whatever i think i would try to guide them into something else knowing that they they want to do the thing i get it right like mm -hmm. that's what makes that's what they're all together on that's probably like almost like an inside joke thing right like they're just they're having a blast i get it but let's try to try out new things and get into these other things that you have free reign over like new experiences and you can have that when we're eating or something mm -hmm. right get back on the phone that's not a problem but yeah. yeah or otherwise i'm taking your pass and i'm going out there <laughs> yeah. how you doing dad doing great ba -da -ding, ba -da -ding, yeah exactly ba -da -ding, ba -da -ding. racking up the points <laughs> yeah yeah oh, so, i don't know I, it, I don't, it's disappointing is the wrong word because again it's his birthday they're the ones having fun yeah. i don't want to you know old man it around like well back in my day or like right. oh if you're gonna if i'm gonna bring you to this place you have to that's that's their type of fun yeah. and they're having fun and it's that guy's birthday and that's if that's what he wanted to do great but it's yeah oh that's a little bit hard uh, <laughs> Man, I just, again, my problem is just like that place, those places excited me as a kid. So like just putting myself on those shoes, like, come on, man, I would have loved this. I mean, <laughs> these people need your money. Otherwise they're going to close down like Palladium. Like they're going to go away. <laughs> oh, no, the, just all. So new dads, if you've had similar experiences like that, write into us at new dad gaming 
<laughs> I'd love to hear other stories of uh, birthday fails in some ways. I was trying to think about, you know, uh, trampoline parks, indoor play centers, rock climbing, bowling. Yeah. Does anyone just like go off and bring their, someone brings out a switch and it's just all for nothing. That's it. That's it. It's gone. Yeah. Oh, now, uh, one game that I did jump into. So some, at least somebody was doing some gaming. That's good. Like, <laughs> that myself was Elden Ring. Another dad vis-a-vis me has entered Elden Ring. Yay. At long last. It's, it was not on sale, unfortunately. I would have preferred <laughs> it was a little bit cheaper. And had it was on PC. Yeah. I decided to go for it. Nice. For reasons nice. I'll explain in a while. But uh, it's like, man, this world. Like, it is so stunning. I'm, I'm so excited that I finally got to get into it. Um, yeah. After, like, kind of admiring it from afar. And all the type of Souls games. You just hear so much about it. Like, to finally get in it and enter in at a place like Elden Ring has been especially stunning. Are you, Have you touched this game at all since having beat it um my kids want me to go back and beat it again uh because there's you, could do it, Dad. <laughs> you sure you're not just gonna bring out your phone and play roblox while yeah, I'm doing that's it? right that's right um there's like two other endings that you need for the platinum mm. on playstation and then there's six endings total but they want me to run through it again at least two other times so mm. and they want to see all like the magic spells like there's a whole different like amount of builds you can do with this game so I am being egged on by my own kids to get back in this game. So I think I will return. I haven't yet, though. It's like that one is... of those things like I need to come down from. <laughs> like... Right. That, that is amazing, though, right? Like yeah, the fact yeah. That, like, your, fit, your, your kids, like the sentence I'm hearing in my ear, which, which grants me so much hope for my future, is the fact that your kids are asking you yeah. to go play a game for them so, they, so you can all participate. That's amazing, man. Like That's the dream. It is the dream because then I get to play and they get to watch. And it's That's like right. those, those times where like my little brother would watch me and be like, I'll play the game for you. Right. So, yeah. You got your support crew. That's yeah, good. Like your perfect. kids are supporting you. Thanks, kids. I, I knew I had you guys for a reason. <laughs> That's right. Hold my hand. I'm going through the scary dungeon. Thank you. All right. Uh, now, for the longest time, I, my trepidation with Elden Ring was I just I don't have I'm not that great at games anymore, and my gaming time specifically right now in my life is very limited. I have yeah. very limited limited time. So I could appreciate one of the things that many people like about these games, Souls games, is the difficulty. It takes really long to get good and like learn the mechanics, learn the bosses, and, and figure it out. And, and that, in fact, becomes part of the journey. Yeah. For me, that was a huge impediment because I, I just couldn't get past it the amount of time commitment i was going to have to have it just didn't mesh with my current lifestyle right so but amazingly and it actually ties in nicely is like we we had a sponsor for the episode reach out to us for this and it enabled me to play uh, elden ring because this is this is a modern day game genie this is the Game Genie for it. So this is a for PC, and this is why I ended up buying on PC, having an opportunity to speak with them. They'd heard us before in an episode talking about, oh, if only there was a Game Genie. Right. That wasn't just hacking my computer, which is garbage. No, they've built it. So this is called it's a it's called Plitch. So this is like Plitch. If you go to Plitch.com, uh, you can see this piece of software you can download. They actually have a free tier for the software. So you can download it, it downloads to your PC. And it allows you to choose from, they have over 3,530 games as of this recording yeah. that they have codes for. What's particularly cool about this, like the, and they're, 
they are gamers. Like I had, a, and I have an opportunity to speak with Marcus, who is the COO and managing director. And we're actually going to play an interview I had with him because we were interested to kind of learn more about the software and how they came about it. But you, when you talk to them, you can tell that they're gamers. And this wasn't so much about like, uh, if you want to get to the top of Call of Duty competitive ladders, like here's our cheats, ha ha ha. Right. This is more. This is very much our case where it's for someone like me. Let's. W would you like? infinite like health would you like infinite carry just to make your life a bit easier so you can get through this game and you can enjoy the lore here's, here's the interesting one you can actually make it harder you can reduce oh, yeah, your yeah. hp you can make you can make the ai faster you can make them harder to kill you can double the their hp so you could be and we talk about this in the interview in a shooter for instance if you're playing single player you can greatly increase the ai you can increase how hard it is to kill them so it ends up being almost like a training yeah. for them. And I really love that. And, and the very specific thing I mentioned, it's not cheating because it, they are incredibly specific in what they allow you to edit. So with Elden Ring, for instance, if I, I'm not allowed, if you have the software running, the way it works is that it does not work in multiplayer. Right, yeah, you, that would you, be frustrating. <laughs> well, that sucks, right? That, that's yeah. not the part, it's not like I want to become infinite so I can go into someone else's game and ruin it. Like, right. no, no, like it turns off. It only works in single player. And that's for all of these cheats and codes. This is for single player experiences. If you want to challenge yourself more with some interesting type of dynamics, or you want to just, in my case, remove some of the challenge so that you can get into the game and experience it. If you yeah. don't have the time to like spend like a thousand hours getting good at a particular game. Well, yeah, and that's just kind of it. Um, we were just talking there about, you know, my second, third run through Elden Ring. So if it's something that can kind of expedite. That's, oh, that's a very interesting <laughs> right? angle. And uh, something that can kind of give me the, in the game, you collect runes and, you know, they boost your stats and you get access to weapons and armor and stuff that you didn't before. Hmm. And usually you'd have to do this grind to get all that stuff. But if I have something like this, be like, look, I beat the game. I don't need to go through the whole like ring and roll again. <laughs> I just need the things. Just give me the things, <laughs> right? That's, yeah. Immediately get it, and I'm good, right? That would be just a one. And this thing acts like it's its own little app or skin that pops up, and you could just mm -hmm. activate it any cheat that you kind of want. Yeah. And jump right in and launch the game from their app. So that's a, that's a really great point. Like you remember, I remember that with Fallout, Fallout Four, like one of my greatest moments is when I found the console and I was able to enter in no carry limits yeah and that's all i wanted and it just it changed the game it was fantastic for me and so very much like this as opposed you who enjoys the challenge in the game at very least i don't want to kill a thousand frogmen <laughs> in order to get the slightly better sword so i'm just going to give myself those runes and especially for someone like you who's already gone through the game yeah once it's like this is just like a victory lap i'm just trying to have some fun yeah i don't need to grind for another 200 hours uh yeah, so I mean, so they have free uh, Plitch.com. It has a free tier, so all games kind of come with a few free uh, cheats that you can enable. So for Elden Ring, for instance, it's uh, activate first, prepare health and energy, unlimited stamina, which is a pretty sweet one. And skill, skills and experience, you can set faith and set endurance. Not like not bad for free software. Download it off you get, and then for premium, anything and everything. There's some hilarious ones here uh, for just making you entirely overpowered. So yeah. if you want to get. I want to get into the interview. So as I said, it was really great to speak with him. He definitely was a gamer and he got it. This wasn't about cheating. This was about enhancing and helping the gaming experience. And as gaming dads with such short time, 
it really yeah. struck a nerve really enjoyed our conversation so check it out this is marcus from coo of plitch i am joined by marcus the coo and managing director from plitch which might be one of the most interesting pieces of software to as, as a small uh, give giveaway here like i am i've gotten into elden ring as discussed on our podcast here i've been desperate to play this game have never been able to do it but plitch has actually allowed me to do it and we're going to learn all about it here today marcus thank you so much for joining us yeah thank you for having me really excited to be here and i'm glad to hear that uh, you got into elden ring thanks to plitch yeah i was so terrified i'm telling you, like the this whole get good kind of mentality there's no difficulty settings and i was just I, I can't spend the time i'm a busy dad i cannot spend the time to get good i have other things to do but when i discovered about plitch and we started con having a conversation about it, i couldn't believe it this very much carries on the legacy of game shark and game genie which is a very much a part of our kind of gaming childhood uh could you discuss that a bit like was it a was it inspiration of was it the next generation of this like what's uh, what's your take on being the next iteration really of the mm -hmm. game genie yeah, I mean, I pretty much see uh, Plitch as like the next evolution of like the original Game Genie, you know, just bringing it into the 21st century, moving it onto PC as well, uh, just not console how it used to be. Uh, our co-founder, Christian, he's been doing this for over 20 years, you know, mm. he started it as a hobby and he had one of those, uh, I think Action Replay it was called in Germany, which is pretty much the same thing as the Game Genie and stuff. He had that on his console, so he obviously got inspired by <laughs> using it and then bringing it onto PC. Because, I mean, uh, cheats and video games have mm. always been, existed together, you know. Cheating in video mm. games is just as old as video games itself, you know. They just go hand in hand. It's just only now that uh, we have, like, the stigma that people always think, okay, if somebody's using cheats or they say they're cheating, that they're doing it in multiplayer. But mm -hmm. obviously what we're doing is single player only. So you mentioned Elden Ring um, with Pledge and similar to the Game Genie where you could only use it for yourself. You know, you can just enhance your own gaming experience without interfering uh, on the experience of others. Yeah, the, it's it's funny. You almost have to use the word cheat to try to get it into people's head. Look, this is like the Game Genie back from the youth. But the difference is you're not cheating would really be more I'm using an unfair advantage to beat another person. But in this yeah. guise, much like my own experience, it's very much just... How about you tweak the game so that you can actually play it and have a great time? So, I mean, with that in mind, when you when you and your company are building this software, like who are you trying to help? Like who are you hoping to reach and, you know, better gaming experiences? Mm -hmm. um, well, we see with Pledge, what we really want to do pretty much is reach every gamer out there, regardless of background and like skill level and everything, because... Mm. Um, but it started out originally when our co-founder did over 20 years ago. He mainly did it for himself first, you know, because mm. he was like very big, uh, like in the mod community of civilization. So that's where he started with like oh, football nice. manager and civilization. So he started it there for himself, wrote like cheats and trainers for himself. And he's like, oh, maybe I should just share this with the community where I'm also part of with my mods and stuff. Mm -hmm. So that's how he like got to start like 20 years ago. And then when we founded the company, like uh, in 2015, we really moved into pretty much what is your target audience as well because you know you mentioned it yourself in your first sentence you don't have time to get good you're <laughs> you're a dad you know <laughs> life pretty much happened we all mm. used to game a lot when we were younger and now we really thought that this is a software pretty much for everybody but the core demographic is really busy mom and dads out there mm. who still love gaming who just don't have time and don't want to waste that little time frame they have like let's say like an hour per month or something or an hour per week 
to actually game. And that's really what Blitz is designed for. And this is like a main target audience as well. So um, we have that in common pretty much. Nice. No, I love that. You're reaching out to moms and dads, like busy moms and dads who just want to play a game and not face the terrible hurdles that would take up too much time to get past it is laudable. It's fantastic. Uh, I do wonder though about the... Um, the other side of it, because one part of the software I found really interesting is besides for someone like myself, <laughs> lowering the difficulty is actually you can increase the difficulty. And it, it was kind of fascinating because I remember that back in the Atari days, there was a famous group of people who made a business. They got sued a lot because they would go into the chips and physically alter it to make, I think it was asteroids, much difficulty. So there's kind of a legacy there. Um, but do, do you feel that's like a, we often get asked by parents, like my kid wants to train to become a professional gamer. And it sort of seems that that bleeds into that, there, where it's like, if you want to go against bots and have them be so much better, we have codes and cheats too, where you can actually increase the difficulty. Could you speak to that a bit as well? And what kind of like your approach to increasing mm -hmm. difficulty for folks who want the challenge? Yeah, of course. Yeah, what I mentioned earlier with like that's let's call it like the traditional codes and stuff that we have, you know, which make the game easier. Mm -hmm. This was for like our main uh, target audience for mom and dads. But yeah, to reach younger gamers or younger people who really, like you mentioned, might want to become professional e-sport e players at some point in their lives, they really have to train. And I think there's only so much you can train uh, against other people because the more you fight the same enemy, the enemy knows everything you're doing and the other way around as well, you know, if it's like a real uh, player, like PvP at the end of the day. And with Pledge, you can pretty much tailor all that experience to yourself. So you can make some aspects of the game more challenging, but in retrospect, you could make others more easy as well. So let's say if you just want to train like a certain skill set, let's just say like your aim or something, and you really get annoyed with always having to pick up ammo and stuff like this, you know, mm. you could just use unlimited ammo, but then increase the difficulty of the AI and something like this to train like mm -hmm. your headshots and stuff like this. So this is, we pretty much put that in. And that's also one of the unique aspects that we have with mm. the only trainer software out there, which allows you to do it both ways. So you can completely tailor it to your own experience. And yeah, for younger people, they can definitely use it to train. They can set up like their own, we call them like virtual training rooms, pretty much mm. how you just tailor your own experience to train a certain skill set. And it should really help them, you know, to fine tune some skills. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I can remember that one of my cheats that I did use in Fallout 4 was the the weight system just bothered the heck out of me. Inventory and weight. Oh yeah. Oh it's yeah. Just... Every RPG, you know. I don't want I don't want to be overcumbered when you know? I'm playing. I just want to hoard everything, you know. Yeah. I might need it at some point. Just let me carry everything. <laughs> so it's like the t the two experiences I get in this game is I'm fighting dragons as they descend from the sky, and I'm also managing my weight <laughs> inside of my bag. Like that's sort of a w too wide of a divergence. So like it was one of my favorites. The The Witcher Three, for example, I finished like without any cheats and stuff like this back mm. in the day. The only thing I used was the no weight cheat no that weight. we also have in pledge because, you know, I'm just yeah, I'm I'm not a hoarder in real life, you know. <laughs> Just like with video games, but I think we all have like our Steam library with like a couple thousand games that we mm -hmm. all pick up on random sales and never really play. So those <laughs> obviously get hoarded and collect virtual dust. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, in RPGs or something, I just, you know, I just, I might need this at some point. Just let me have it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, sure, I could only have 10 potions, but what if I need 100? Just like, come on, exactly. game, let me be. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> yeah, I, did, I did like that aspect of it too, the... If you there's some games that I want to get into, I really want to immerse myself and like try and like understand the world. There's others that 
I am interested in playing, but I, I kind of want to just blast through it. You've seen some games embrace this as far as like easy mode or whatever, but yeah. many times not. So what I did like about Plitch, maybe you could speak to it, was in with regards to backlog, it kind of lets you blast through some experiences to get the story and kind of get, so you don't have to spend so much gaming time on so many games. You can kind of just get the core experience of it and have it without having to worry about inventory management as we're just complaining about, right? Yeah, or um, inventory management or in some parts just grinding for resources for like hours on end, you know? That's also stuff like you wouldn't see in like when people stream on Twitch. They like obviously would always leave that out because it's not very interesting for the audience. But if you play for yourself, Mm -hmm. uh, certain games like Anno or something like this, you just have to grind and grind hours for resources. Yeah, and with Flitch, you can just speed through that part of the game, mm -hmm. let's say, to get like to the good part. And I think yeah, also Flitch helps you more or less um, to get through the backlog of games you have. Like you mm -hmm. mentioned, yeah, you can just tailor it to how you want to play this. Um, I still have a lot of games that I eventually started, you know, put like two to three hours in, <laughs> but never really finished, you know. But uh, you could easily go back to them in Flitch and just speak skip over the annoying part and what we also notice is if a game has like almost a game breaking bug mm -hmm. sometimes with pitch you can sometimes even get through that and avoid that you know and that's like stuff we uh then tell the developers and the publisher as well that we found a way to get like through one of their totally annoying bugs or something like this so we're in dialogue <laughs> there as well so yeah you can just pretty much play how you want to play and I'm still not through all my gazillion backlog games with this, <laughs> yeah, but no I think without it, it would be humanly impossible. <laughs> yeah. If you're any type of gamer, you'll never get through the backlog. It's the it's Icarus for sure. Yeah. Now the that you did bring up a good point about streaming. Uh, I was curious how uh, streamers have embraced this software because, and you just brought up a really great version of it where, as a streamer, let me streamline some of the worst parts like the boring parts of this game be it inventory management whatever so i can focus on the exciting parts my audience actually wants to see and obviously there's an issue with the multiplayer you wouldn't want to use it but you guys are very upfront about that so what has been the experience with streamers and where have you found the benefits of using plitch while streaming on twitch yeah i mean we have uh, two in-house streamers as well they stream like twice a week on our own twitch channel uh, you mm -hmm. guys can check that out if you want to um but also like from the conversations we had with people i think it's a cool thing to use to showcase like if you really get into it as long as you're like upfront about it what you're mm -hmm. doing you know sometimes we've seen it that people just activated some sheets before and suddenly have like 99 billion gold coins or something and then the audience is like what did you do what happened there <laughs> and if they don't interact it's kind of weird but uh from the people who have used our software they were always upfront about it telling the audience you know you can skip through this annoying part here for example using pledge or hmm. like in dying light which is like such a long long game you know and also takes hmm. a long time to level up and get stuff like this so uh one of our friends who also streams a lot uh hip-hop gamer uh, he is always very upfront when he uses Pledge. He's like, yeah, I just unlocked all of this with Pledge so I can show you the cool part of the game and you don't see me grinding and grinding for hours on end because the audience obviously would not stay for that. It's not mm. interesting to watch. No, that's fantastic. Yeah, I think as long as they're upfront and not doing multiplayer, like yeah. that produces such a better entertainment product when you come to think about it. Like, no, well, I have to get to level 30, so everybody pay attention for the next two hours as I kill rats and <laughs> try to yeah, get Yeah, exactly. There. <laughs> so it's great as single player and obviously when we had the old consoles and the old game genie and game sharks it was perfect because it was just your own offline little nintendo or super nintendo you were putting in your cheats and you were having a great time so many more games though right now are online and worse like competitive 
So, and as soon as you mentioned cheat, the, the big controversy there, of course, because there's been a couple of Twitch streamers who were nailed for this type of thing. But as best as I understand is like you're, you have a very unique approach in that it's really focused on uh, the single player and not just implied that you should. But I, I, as far as I understand, it's actually built into the software that it's only for single player. Is that correct? Making this safe to use. Yeah, that is correct. Um, everybody pretty much who works on the company will game us first and then we're like Plitcher second pretty much, you know. Um, but we like people to have fun in multiplayer. So we actively put in like technological solutions that avoids Plitch being misused online. Uh, so it's really just for yourself. You know, you bought a game. It's a single player game. Play it however you want to play it. Plitch will help you do that. And yeah, and we actively make sure that you can't misuse it and ruin somebody else's experience because that's really not the point, you know? That's amazing. So if I try to fire up Call of Duty and like, all right, time to pawn some noobs using the software, you're not going to let me do that uh, with multiplayer. Nope. All right, all right, noobs, you win this round. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, now, so speaking of <laughs> leveling up grinding and everything else, uh, so you yourself as a gamer, do you have like a favorite gaming moment that you can recall, be it with a loved one, a parent, a kid, just anything else? Does any particular moment come to your mind as a favorite gaming moment? Yeah, e I mean... Easy question, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of good gaming moments, but um, I'm, I'm 34 now. So when I was in my teenage years, you know, mm -hmm. the internet was in like its baby steps and online play and stuff like this was not really a thing. Uh, so what we had a lot in my teenage years was like huge LAN parties that we went oh, to. Amazing. And, you amazing. know, back in the old day when you didn't have like a small uh, monitor, like a like a small light monitor, you had like your old CRT that weighed like, I don't know, 20 kilos <laughs> or something. It's so you slept, you slept that around to like your friend's house. And then we used to play like a lot of, well, we played a lot of like Call of Duty 2 on mm, one of nice. the maps set in France and stuff like this, and also Counter-Strike and stuff like this. But those are like some of my favorite gaming memories, just like with four or five friends, you know, in your in your mom's basement, eating frozen pizza or ordering pizza, <laughs> drinking like soft drinks and playing till like 10 a.m. in the morning or something. Now when I play longer than one hour, I'm like, how did I ever do this, you know? Age, how age how did this work? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's insane, but... Those were definitely some very good times. And let's see yeah, if I that, could ever do that again. Probably not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're on the show. We're very curious about the other side of it, where, as exactly as you said, as kids, we were down there. We'd play until like the wee hours in the morning, pizza, Mountain Dew, whatever. And <laughs> now as fathers on the show, it's we're wondering about when our own kids start to go through it. Like, how's it mm -hmm. going to make us feel just watching them guzzle sugar, eat pizza, and just like get no sleep? It's going to be a little a bit of a different experience, but one we're kind of excited for nonetheless. So that's amazing. I, I, Marcus, I can't thank you enough for joining us here. And like, I'm not kidding you. So the, when we first started to talk, it was not two episodes since after I was incredibly saddened with the fact of how I would never get to play Elden Ring. We, we have multiple times on the show talked about there should be a game genie for the modern generation. And lo and behold, here you guys are doing it. I've used the software. It's excellent. You guys are really doing great work. Especially, and then you especially hear you talk, it's not just about, you can make, it's about playing your way. So you can reduce difficulties or reduce certain parts, customize it even, as far as just no inventory or God mode. What do you want to do? Do you want to practice and you want to train? Up the difficulty, get it going. So you're really just enabling gamers to game more, which I think is just so fantastic, which made me so excited that we're able to have a conversation here today. And especially like the dedication, as you said, you guys are gamers first who built this. So you're making sure this isn't about cheating on multiplayer and in fact even could be ad an advantage for streamers to create a more entertaining product as they're doing it so 
yeah, gaming dad's listening. I can't implore you enough to go check this out. It's a fantastic piece of software. I can vouch for it for sure. It's been an absolute blast. So Marcus, I really want to uh, thank you for joining me here. And if people want to come and check out this amazing software, where could they learn more? Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad uh, you're enjoying it and maybe you will actually finish Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> if you guys want to learn more, just go to Plitch.com. Uh, the software is a free, free download. Just try it out. We cover over 3,500 games, so I'm pretty sure your favorite game is in there. And if you want to follow us on social, we're on all the big platforms ranging from Twitter, TikTok, and everything. So it's all on Pledge.com. Thank you. Excellent. Thanks so much, Marcus. We'll talk soon. Yeah, sounds good. Thank you. And that was the interview. As I said, as you can hear, like I just found to be a very great guy. You could just tell he was a gamer at heart. Like This is a team that came together that just loved playing games, and they happened to build the software. So not manipulative, just really wonderful. Even better. So we they have, for our listeners given us codes to give away for the premium version of this three months of premium using Plitch. So we're going to be doing a giveaway to listeners. All you have to do is this week. So the week coming up of the August 28th for uh, up until Friday, we're going to pin a tweet, uh, check our timeline. It'll be up there at some point on Monday. And on that tweet, it's going to be announcing the giveaway, explaining what it is. It's five premium codes that they've very graciously given to us. All you have to do to enter is retweet it. And leave a comment about what game would you use this software for? So are you like me? Do you want to like dive into some uh, Elden Ring finally? Is there, you know, Valheim, you want to get like unlimited crafting and have a silly skyscraper? Like what would you actually play? So retweet us, leave a comment on which game you'd use it for. And we'll be picking at random the five codes to give out by the end of the week. So at New Dad Gaming to check that one out. Now... Cheating is what maybe <laughs> could be referenced <laughs> for some local neighborhood kids. <laughs> I'm just oh, saying no. it's not a che- it's not cheating software. And then my whole my next transition is like, oh, it's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but the using their untold advantage, yeah, <laughs> local neighborhood kids, I think, have been bamboozling my son out of good Pokemon cards. No, oh, no. <laughs> he keeps running back. He's so excited about all this trading going on. So he, of course. through, I think it was through a couple birthdays that they just had included some packs. Yep. He's acquired like 10 to 15 cards. But he, he thinks they're super cool. Like he looks at them and he'll read them. He's like, oh, this one's super powerful as, as far as he might understand it. Yeah. And he just keeps coming back and he's, he's like, oh, uh my friend he traded me he traded me this card he traded it for this one and it's like are you do you know what your trade was the one that you traded was it a shiny charizard <laughs> that it happens to be worth a couple million like what are you trading do you understand it and i just get this impression i'll say this like the local ki- they are good kids so yeah, I, don't, I, yeah. I don't think they're being nefarious i don't think that's like ha, 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 we're gonna like cheat this kid of everything he's got but I, I for sure know that they have a lot more of an inside track than my son. But he's happy. That's he, good. He comes back happy every time. Like maybe him and himself in like five years won't be because he'll realize what he's done. <laughs> but at the moment, he's happy. I have, you, have you had anything with this with your kids and not knowing what they're doing when dealing and trading with uh, other kids or older kids? Uh, yeah, especially Pokemon. This is a game that I don't think they've ever ever actually played the game itself they've just collected the cards so never, never no won. no 
we we tried once but they were just not interested in it and now we have binders and binders of pokemon cards that are like slotted in those plastic sleeves oh yeah that they they look through they have their guidebook that lists them all that's it man like that that <laughs> that is the extent of how they play pokemon but just coincidentally this week my kids were those older kids trading to younger kids because they're neighbors. <laughs> just got back from vacation and they met up and they wanted to do Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. And my older one traded a whole bunch of his away, but it was more from like, oh no, they just got back and I wanted to make them happy. So I gave him like a lot of the good cards that I know are good in the game, but you know, he wanted them. So I gave it to him. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, that's great. That's a good, that's a good thing to make them feel good, but just, you know, just be aware of, you know, what, what you're giving away. And then, you know, you're not asking for Pokemon cards again for your birthday. Like this is, we're not, we're not doing that song and dance. I'm not going to watch like those cards just walk out the door. So it just it keeps coming. It's like, if this one looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which man, if you're never going to play the game and you wouldn't understand how to put together a deck to begin with, and maybe like you, he'll never know. He'll never right. want to even try it. So perhaps it's all for nothing. Right. But, there's just something it keeps coming back like hey, look at this it's like what did you give <laughs> like what is how did what was the deal man You're just like, just like another ditto why did you do that <laughs> why is, why do you have 14 dittos man <laughs> i just think they're cute <laughs> just like them just like them oh lord uh, so it, it, it's it's absolutely fast so what i've done it, it's so this the second part that it kind of bleeds into adults ruining kids toys where you can't find these cards anywhere they're in super short stock and anywhere yeah. now you find them the price is just jacked astronomically and it's so upsetting because somewhere there's kids like my son who just wants to have a few cards and do some trades there's other guys who just want to play there's some yeah. kids who just want to play and have a good time with this and like there's these adults like wheeling and dealing and hustling to make money because a bunch of these cards are so worthwhile i i can appreciate like people trying to make money but at the same time just these adults ruining this kids game. Like I don't know how you've kind of rectified that. With some sometimes when your kids come, like, hey, can we get some of this? It's like not because some adults apparently. <laughs> well, now they're moved behind the counter at a lot of places, right? Like yeah. we go into a GameStop and they're no longer on the shelf; they're behind the desk. So you have to ask for them, and that actually saves me some money and then some money because they don't see them, right? You have to ask for them, and they're they're not looking for that; they're looking for the graphics, right? So. But it's one of those things where like, oh, now you have a barrier to this type of game mm. and, you know, there's less of that going to the next generation of kids growing up. That's all, right? That's kind I, of crummy. And I even thought, okay, so I'll go to like Marketplace or Kijiji or like classified sites and I'll try to yeah. find, okay, somebody must be, hey, here's a box full of Pokemon card I don't play anymore. But that doesn't exist because th those people, those have been cleared out by adults <laughs> trying to make money. They're the and first ones now, to go. Yeah, it's here. Here it is. Send me your offers for the like this shiny poker, the shiny uh, Pikachu yeah. or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're just all trying to make money now off of it. Yeah. So the, th the thing that I found is on Amazon, there was a 50 pack of cards for oh. uh, $10. Wow. Is that is that bad? Like math? Like, I thought I don't, I, I don't know. I, I it seems sketchy pack... now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, okay, now here's the thing. I have I have come to learn that apparently there are a lot of counterfeits. There are, cards. yes, there are, yes. I don't I don't care, Jeff. I know, I know, a, I know. This is about my kid playing the game, Jeff. I don't care to make well, money on these damn cards. You give them to your kid, and you're like, hey, trade these ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can play at this game. Hey, 
Hey, hey, neighborhood kid, come on over. My son got a whole bunch of really cool That's Pokemon right. cards. You're just Sucker. playing a different game. You're stacking his deck, right? Like, you're just... <laughs> oh I get it. I get it. Oh, the, 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 <laughs> the trickster has become tricked. Oh, yeah. Lord. That would be phenomenal. That, was not, that wasn't the... Per I, okay, I'm glad... I thought you were going to go the other way. That, that That's too expensive. No, no. I just... Okay. Because what, what I think it is, is that this is probably somebody who has gone through and got all the really rare or like worthwhile yeah. cards and these are just like the drop-offs like these are lousy cards and they just right. need to get rid of them so like but from what we're doing with them which is not playing or even if we play it's not gonna be competitive and he's just shuffling around a bunch and seeing them it seemed perfect it's like i don't care he doesn't care what these cards are no i no. don't care what these cards are I, I suppose the one slight downfall is that if the neighborhood kids are tr are trading on value they might recognize all these cards as garbage and not want any of them so my that's... son's trading now is going to stop and that's true but that that's the part to be seen i will report back on it but at the very least it's it seems like a decent angle and I'm, I'm thinking if his interest keeps up i would probably like to get a few more of those just to, to put a deck together and try to play the game yeah maybe just maybe he would like to actually play this game maybe that he has all these cards for don't hold out hope my kids never I, get so probably not <laughs> yes. it, it's not elden ring what can i say like, that's right like, that's right yeah it's hard to go all right everybody we'll wrap it up there for the week thank you so much for listening thanks once again to the sponsor of the episode plitch fantastic interview with marcus i hope you guys enjoyed that and please like, check out our twitter um if you're first listening to this this is august the week of august 28th 2022 go to our twitter you'll we'll pin the tweet for the entire week retweet it leave a comment which game you want and you could win one of the five codes to get premium plitch for three months and as a, as a user of it like i've been having an absolute blast so yep. it's fun <laughs> find a game you want to beat take those three months beat it <laughs> and enjoy yourself take the victory lap absolutely if you like the episode of the podcast you can find us on all the major podcasting networks you can find us on stitch uh, stitcher uh, apple itunes spotify caster google play anywhere where you get your podcast just search for new dad gaming if you want to get a hold of us you can find us at our website newdadgaming.com or on twitter at new dad gaming love your gaming dad stories do love your beer recommendations as we wind down the gaming um the summer of beers as we always do if you've had similar experiences with dave and busters or just any birthday or <laughs> taking to any arcade and all they want to do is play on their phone would love to hear about would love to hear how you would handle it Got any hot Pokemon tips for like <laughs> on trades? Cars? Yeah, what's the good trades to make? You got to let me know. We'd love to hear from you again. NewDadGaming.com at NewDadGaming. Subscribe to the podcast. New Dad, Ga New Dad Gaming. And if uh, you can leave a comment or a rating on any of those services, or helps out greatly. So everybody, thank you so much for listening. Until next week, my name is Trevor. Down about thirty Pokemon cards <laughs> with a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. And I'm Jeff. I have a 12-year-old, a 9-year-old, and waiting for Trevor to finish the Elden Ring. Let me know. That's right. Well, we'll give you a teaser. Hey, a little teaser for next week. I gave this to Jeff in the pre-show. There is, there is a song that was sung to me by a cousin and a brother that involved me and chicken soup. And it was the most annoying thing in the entirety of my life. And it's now cascaded down into my own son's as I was watching what they were playing with, and this is something, the Chicken Soup song story is one that we're going to be discussing next week. 
do turn in. I need to hear it. I need to hear <laughs> it's it. It's like, what could it possibly be? I need what? to know. I need to know. Stop it. Song, chicken soup, anger. What are you talking I'm about? So curious as what this means. <laughs> you and you, you would sit that on the week, and anyone else who stayed this long, you That's enjoy right. sitting on that for the week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can't wait. All right, buddy. We'll see you next week. All right, see you later.